The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Mighty, balancing your money and your time with your hosts, Katie Marley. You know, it's a common thought that we can never balance our time and our money. We run out of money when there are still so many days on the calendar. What are some of the ideas and tools that will help us more efficiently manage these two resources? On today's program, you'll learn how being mighty is the result of transforming one's life. One insight, one choice, one action at a time. Now, here is K.D. Marley, which is K.Mar and D. Lee. Welcome to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. I'm guest host Lynn Sherelle, along with show host Dee Lee. K-Mar is off today. Mighty Gems is a play on words because you don't think of a gem as being mighty. So what does it really mean? A mighty gem is an ordinary item or thing that's part of daily living that's really magnificent when we stop and pay attention. Sometimes it takes pressure to reveal them but not always. And today's topic is an example of that because we're going to talk about the gem of being open to opportunities, to freely choose to live passionately, and to live in a state of freedom. So to get rolling, it's good to have some context. Let's consider the word freedom, which has several meanings. Basically, the word comes from around 900 AD, I believe, Middle Old English. It was uh, spelled with only one E originally, and it means the power to determine action without being externally controlled or restrained. So that's pretty much my favorite definition, without being externally controlled. <laughs> One of the ways that I know I'm successful in life is that I know I'm independent in making my decisions. So (laughs) I live this one. So the facets of this mighty gem of freedom are closely related to other concepts, including liberty, independence, to exercise one's rights, powers, and desires, openness of spirit. These words and phrases imply the ability to stand alone and exercise freedoms such as she took liberties with the script. <laughs> and uh, Edward, <laughs> Edward Abbey said, freedom begins between the ears, and I totally believe that. I, and I know if Kaylee was here, she'd be saying that because she is uh, the uh, philosophy major and uh, the philosopher of our group. So, uh, and Frank Lloyd Wright said, freedom is from within. And uh, oh, yeah, I'm just saying totally that. uh, And then Viktor Frankl said, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. To jumpstart your own thinking in the space of clarity around your own freedom, there's a few questions that you can ask yourself and ideally answer. I got mixed up in my head. Did you hear me? I was like, you can answer or ask these questions anyway. Um, So how do you choose to fill the spaces in your life? 
How do you choose to fill the spaces in your life? What are you passionate about? And for me, passion is something that you just you think about it and just everything inside lights up because you just, there's just, uh, there's something that's exciting about it. What makes you happy? What makes time fly? That's another good one. When, you know, time is just of no matter, where you're just in the zone. I love that space. Uh, and do joyfully step out of your comfort zone when you encounter new opportunities. A lot of people don't. A lot of people were programmed to look for comfort and safety and stability and security. So, you know, that's the comfort zone, right? So, you know, the comfort zone is the, the you know, if there's two circles, there's one little circle that, you know, this is your comfort zone and then there's a great big circle that represents the world around you well life is all usually out there so but you know we're conditioned to stay in that comfort zone so no tigers eat us so that's why we stay there but what happens when something pokes you to say hey get out of your comfort zone do you do you run to meet that or do you say wait a second i gotta look at that three times before i decide (laughs) Uh, so you know what does a life you love look like Life is a journey, and there are many choices and options. Your basic attitudes and responses determine whether you're living with a sense of freedom or not. It's easier when you have clarity about who you are, how you want to invest your time, and what passions you want to pursue. Even more, you have the energy to deal with any blocks you run into as you pursue your freedom journey when you know what makes you tick. So understand what freedom means to you. That insight will give you the courage, the focus, and the commitment to take action in creating what it takes to live it. Happiness and freedom are natural states that then flow as you go. It's just that easy. Wow, that's very, very powerful. (laughs) You know, it's and all of these words feel very powerful too. I mean, it's something where. Having words are one thing. We have language, and we all speak different languages, but it's it's like the understanding the word and the meaning and the, the punch and the passionate delivery that really helps. And around freedom, that is one that um, is, you know, there's a basic philosophy that um, has been around for quite some time. There was a work that was um, developed by Rudolf Steiner, 1861 uh, to 1925, and it was called the philosophy of freedom. It's part of the philosophy. He explored a lot of different questions around the word freedom, because in that period, too, they were investigating the different details, um, you know, how it relates to human beings. And in this work, he examines the relationship between knowledge, perceptions, and whether thinking is a reliable means to knowledge. So there's a lot of, they go into a lot of depth within this research. And he took a look at what conditions are necessary for action to be possible. Rudolph developed a moral philosophy also described as ethical individualism. And he believed that knowledge should become alive rather than just exist as a concept. What this really means is there is a truly difference that exists between the knowledge intentions for freedom and the material freedom that there is as a capacity for action to happen. He devoted a lot of the study to the question, are there limits of knowledge? And his point, I think, when he got his research really rolling um, is that freedom requires a knowing about the basics of any actions taken. 
and that uh, freedom arises when we bridge the gap between our ideals, constraints of external reality, letting our deeds be inspired by moral imagination. So what does this really mean? Thus, it, it, it's really there as an automatic response to something without knowing the background on the response. The person is not really free when there is this auto uh, response. Um, several weeks ago, we explored autopilot and being on autopilot. And that was rather interesting because when you're on autopilot, you're not aware. You're not actively um, working with a consciousness that's in the now. When a person becomes conscious and aware of why they are responding the way they do, um, they're going to be, uh, or what, what situation is requiring a response, then that is really the sole possibility of our basic, um, basic freedom. Um, Steiner goes on to emphasize the difference between thinking and observations, appearances versus reality, where there is a, a past focus rather than an active present focus. He explains okay, well, that, wait a second. Now, we got to break this down because this is really, this really, is really rich. dense. <laughs> it's really rich and really dense. So, okay, I got to go back to the if there's an automatic response, meaning like a knee jerk reaction, right? Mm -hmm. If there's a knee jerk reaction and the person isn't really aware that they're going to have the knee jerk reaction, it's like blinking. It's like, you know, something blows, you, you blink. It's not like you're free to blink. I mean, you are, but you're really just doing it because you're having a knee-jerk reaction. Or, mm -hmm. you know, if there's somebody that you see that it's like, oh, I owe them money. Or, oh, I wish, you know, there, there's something unsolved there with us. Then that's a knee-jerk reaction, right? So we're not really free because we can't just walk right up to that person or not or whatever. There's like attachment to whatever's happening in the moment. Is that kind of what we're talking about here? Yeah. And, and what happens is if you take an ad a little space around the response so that you're not just you know here's the the trigger for that response and then here's the response just kind of colliding with each other it's it's really pondering for a moment not like you have to ponder a lot but it's more of being conscious about well here's this situation that showed up am I just going to respond without thinking why I'm doing that so that you're really not just thinking, but you're in action as well. So it's it's very much the conscious, you know, approach to being involved in the the process. And then what he's saying is that it, that that the sole possibility for our our true basic freedom is being conscious and aware of why we're responding the way that we are to whatever situation requires us to respond. Exactly. Right? And it, right. he was he was very it was very dense research that I was doing too because the the language is totally unique and taking a look at all of the components you know he, his writings are rather dense and or I found them dense but when when you nutrient break it down rich. they're nutrient they're rich, rich. nutrient <laughs> rich there you go <laughs> it's a, a process of ingredients yes yes <laughs> and so it, it's something where as I was, and when you start researching something like this, I was finding myself, okay, well, let me get through all this material. Well, that's, you can whiz through it, but it's part of the process, too, of giving yourself some time to devour it, yeah, <laughs> chew on it. it. And it was really fascinating when I slowed myself down and said, okay, I need to just ponder what this is that he's saying. And as I was 
thinking in terms of, okay, here's my thought, you know, so you work through the process of how do you respond to something. And, you know, it's not something I would think most people sit and think, okay, now I'm thinking, now I have to do this. I mean, it's, it's, it's something being actively involved. You can say, okay, well, my mind is in that thinking mode. Now I'm into the shifting into, you know, gear two. It's, um, really taking a moment and saying, well, why would I ponder that? Maybe I need to, you know, give yourself some alternatives. And maybe if that's necessary, based upon whatever the situation is, it could save grace, it could save face, it could be such that you open yourself up to more opportunities. I mean, this is one of our topic areas is really looking at each situation as an opportunity to be free whatever that means for each person. So it's really actively being involved and um, looking from a sense of not just thinking, but observing the detail and the appearances versus, you know, and that's a conceptual area, whereas reality could be totally different. And so it's really taking a look from a perception perspective is this whole, um, process one that is really true and with well and is reality based on what you think it is based on what you know to be true from the past or is reality what it is in the now when you are actively present and focused on what's right now you know exactly okay your state of mind Mm -hmm. and it's also the perception because once you you take the concept and this is what i thought was really powerful too is you take the individual connection with a concept and then you chew on it for a while look at it in different directions say okay i perceive it to be this reality and and then you test it with your feelings so this is some of our other discussions we've had on the the um the process of the mighty handy formula you have your foundation focus feel flow uh fun and if all of those line up there's freedom so it's really some you know precious information for yourself too and it gives you a chance to try out well how does this feel if i if i choose this response to this um activity how do i feel about it what is the feeling going to be in uh, someone receiving it and when we add this personal stamp with our insight and looking at the response we're we're using our own past history to develop that concept and process and so that becomes our choice of freedom for that event and for Steiner the action or response we give to something in reality is only truly free if we base it on our love of providing the action, which is unique to ourself. So we're not going to go out and think, um, or typically we aren't going to go think, well, I'm going to use this person's concept as my choice. I mean, you could, but is that really freedom? It's distortion. It's distortion, and it can lead to all kinds of confusion um, because someone's not going to know if who you are in your response or what is the basis point. Or and they're so, relating to a facade. They're not, it's mm-hmm. an inauthentic relationship because they're relating to whatever facade you have there. They're relating to a persona as opposed to actually connecting with you, right? And this becomes part of the challenge of connections and relationships. If someone's not aligning themselves in true authentic, 
and their own authentic self in their response process because then whoever's receiving the information is going to be under a different perception based upon the delivery and their, their understanding of their personal uh, reality. So it becomes very much opportunity for confusion and um, not a true exchange. So the response that is based on uh, some kind of moral code out there is one that is going to limit the exchange of free thought or free process. And to really truly achieve freedom is to be able to base a response on your own individual conscious rather than on a habit, addiction, reflex, or involuntary or unconscious motive. And to be really truly free, the response would need to also be unpredictable and unique to the person giving the response. So it becomes very personal. Okay, so if we have a habit, an addiction, a reflex, an involuntary response, or an unconscious motive, we are not free. And so a basic tenet of freedom is that we must be aware and conscious of why we're thinking what we're thinking or why we're doing what we're doing. And right? as yourself. Because you're and as love, yourself. And, and, and as yourself. You know, your true authentic self. Well, the good news is that I do know how to be unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm you are truly unique. free. Yeah. You're free. <laughs> you know what? That's probably my prime directive. That is probably it. Well, I have two. One is about um, the degree of freedom that's in my life, and the other is about actualizing potential um, and, and my role in facilitating that. So those are my two prime directives. But freedom, really, for me, is everything. And it's not easy because you actually do have to really look at yourself. An unexamined life is not worth living, right? I don't mm-hmm. know who said that. But, you know, you've got to really pay attention to what's happening because that's why we're here. That's the whole point. <laughs> Well, and, so. and taking moments to, like this to explore some of these basic concepts, that's what we're finding is really powerful with Mighty Gems, is taking some of the common things and really looking at them and making them sparkle so that we understand them. Yeah, well, you know, and in the Western world, this is one that I think we do take for granted, you know, mm-hmm. that we have freedom and that we can, you know, do what we want. And I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking, you know, I just get in my car and I just drive wherever I want. Like, how many countries in the world can a woman do that? Really? You know, just jump in the car and go wherever she wants. And, you know, it just, I don't know. I'm just in this space of really being aware of um, just understanding and relating liberty. We just, we have such liberties here. And and it's amazing. It's a gift. We're standing on the shoulders of giants. Mm -hmm. it's a powerful, a powerful place to be and to stop and really perceive that and to really get that. Or as some of my friends would say, they would say, to really grok that, you know, <laughs> well, you really have to stop and pay attention. And, you know, there's a difference, I think, between a feeling about it and an emotion about it because a feeling is um, – uh, it's it's the experience or the sensation where the emotion is the thing that causes you to take action. It's it's the it's the words that you assign to the feeling that you're having. So it's slightly different. Mm-hmm. But you know you've got to these little nuances. These are the the fabric of life. And when you really understand them, you can start weaving an amazing tapestry for yourself by design instead of by default. Well, and it becomes interesting conversation too because. As we've been exploring the mighty gems and the facets of all these different little elements and gems in our past discussions, they become 
um, issue, things of more in my personal consciousness as I'm talking or speaking or listening. And so it, it affects all of my senses. Is is it's pretty interesting how the the package comes together. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty you cool. Know, it's, it's it's one of those where hopefully, I mean, everybody experiences things differently as they're going through their their day or their moments, and you know, it's 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 just becoming more conscious as you're going through it. You're choosing that because the opportunities show up in a lot of different colors and flavors and timing. And if you're not open to the opportunities or knowing that they are an opportunity, you could just blow it away pretty quick. Well, there you and go. it's it's one of those that um, you know start looking at what what is charging you up. Well, I think that that is a great opportunity for us to take a commercial break. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The stress of home life, work life, and personal life converge on us on practically a daily basis. Yet, so rarely do we let others see our real selves. And we carry on like we don't have a single problem. We need to connect and to find out we're not alone. Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadek to find out not only what's been created, but the story behind it. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. listening to Be Mighty, Balancing Your Money and Your Time with Katie Marley. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to b-myte at b-myte.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome back. back. <laughs> As we dive in, we are welcoming you joyfully. We are. That was like a stereo greeting. And if you're listening to it stereo, that was a stereo in stereo. <laughs> Total stereo. Total stereo. Four-way stereo. 
before the break, we were talking about Rudolf Steiner. And, um, you know, Rudolf Steiner's work explored the basics of the true morality of highest good. And he said true freedom is a combination of responses based on both inner and outer pressures. There's a basic need for us to cultivate the moral imagination as we create an ethical and practical way of being in ourselves. This is the basis of our experience with spiritual and moral judgments that will provide a platform for our responses. He says we have to lift ourselves out of our group existence, out of the prejudices we receive from our family, nation, ethnic group, and religion, and all that we inherit from the past that limits our creative and imaginative capacity to meet the world directly. We can only be free once we embrace the potential reality of each of us being unique and to look at this as a basic premise to seek our own freedom as that is the requirement in order to be able to attain it. Wow, that's a huge focus. Big, huge, big, huge. I mean, just think about it. Like what is in the way of you meeting the world directly? And it's everything that actually brought you here. Like what got you here? Can't you get you there? And yet you don't want to not honor all of that, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, you really, it's it's kind of a fine line. You're always on your own leading edge. People talk about the Big Bang Theory, you know, creation happening or whatever. But life is constantly always arising in front of us in every moment. So where we are right now has never been before. (laughs) So... If we really get that, it's like, ooh, you know, we're really on the, you know, remember the ships that had the the bow, the decorative bow, or, you know, I'm king of the world, you know, that's us. We're all doing that, meeting the world directly, except sometimes we allow the buffers of patterns and habits and routines and things we've been taught and other people and other, I call it the BS, your belief systems, you know, Mm -hmm. if you've got belief systems in the way. So that affects our ability to really meet the world directly. I think it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, we're like, you know, out there generating new thought as we go too. It's, it's very incredibly powerful. We're generating new thought, and I think it's fascinating that the greats, I mean, Aristotle and Socrates and Hippocrates and all these philosophers were returning to them. You know, the words of Leonardo da Vinci, They're, these words of the masters that have gone before us hundreds and thousands of years ago are just as accurate today as they were then. Well, it's and they had clear thought in some ways. I mean, when you look at yes. the language, some of it's more complex, but... Um, it, the basis points are very simple concepts and we have made them so difficult sometimes to understand trying to make them more um, expanded. Yeah, you know, at one point I lived in Southern California and I love Southern California. I miss it all the time. Um, but in Escondido, in the Escondido area, Thich Nhat Hanh, who is a renowned monk, you might have heard of him, he's internationally known, that is where his monastery is, Deer Park. And he, um, every, I would say, I think it's like every Sunday, he does a, a, a service and it's the most amazing experience and feels very... Um, fulfilling it's a very filling experience and then after you do this meditation or you know this um 
the service, what, what is considered to be a service, now some of us would not look at that and understand what's actually happening, um, but part of it, he's just sharing a story or a teaching. Anyway, after all of that, he invites you to take a walking meditation with him to go from the service hall, the ceremony, to uh, lunch. And it's a walking meditation. So it was probably one of the greatest challenges of my life. Wow. <laughs> because my slowest of my slowest of my slowest speed in walking was still turbo compared to his speed. <laughs> we are tu- turbo charge anyway. Oh, <laughs> I, but, you know, I try, I try to be centered. I try to go with the pace of what's happening. Oh, man, I felt like I was literally standing still. But, you know, I learned to see the nuances of life in new ways walking through those woods because you notice every stone, every vein of every leaf and every piece of bark. And, you know, it's an amazing vista if you well, really pay attention that way. And it's interesting <laughs> when you take that moment to really have a snapshot in your mind Mm -hmm. how that can be recalled in future moments when you need a space Mm -hmm. I mean that's happened if you got dive into a detail or working on something that the thoughts show up at the right time that you need it or the image might show up and go yeah I remember that so our minds work pretty interestingly they do didn't somebody i don't remember who again but the world is contained in the rose like if you understand a rose it has the world mm-hmm. forget who said that but um Thich Nhat han said letting go gives us freedom and freedom is the only condition for happiness if in our heart we still cling to anything anger anxiety or possessions we cannot be free and you know this actually gave me great comfort i uh, i've moved a lot so i actually and i don't know why i'm a cancer girl you would think i mean i carry my home with me right but i (laughs) i've moved so many times that it's like you know i just got used to buying brand new furniture and then selling it for you know 25 percent of the value because it was like i just didn't want to move it you know so i um i just learned to finally for me originally learning to let go left claw marks i just did not want to let go but over time it's like that stuff really doesn't matter you know Mm -hmm. it's like if you hold on to anything and buckminster fuller said um and i know this is going to challenge some people listening but he said if you hold on to anything um including money that's hoarding Hmm. so if you have a savings account you're hoarding i thought wow he lived a zero balance lifestyle. Well, wow. and it Isn't was in balance. <laughs> yeah, and it was in balance. <laughs> well, I wonder if that gives us encouragement <laughs> as normal people out there going, well, it comes in and it goes out. Mm-hmm. It's a zero balance process. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and when you do that, you trust the universe too, because it's like you don't have to, you know that your needs will be met. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to live with fear because it just is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to take action and show up and do stuff. You can't just, you know, hang around on a cloud and think, oh, you know, my needs are all going to be met. It's like you have to have an active part in your own life and be conscious and aware and um, as well as aligned with, you know, energetic frequencies and all that kind of stuff. But I thought that was interesting. It's like if you hold on to anything, it's hoarding. 
Well, Coslow had a thought, the freedom to move forward to new, new opportunities and to produce results comes from living in the present, not the past. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of emphasis on um, not living in the past, but that's where a lot of people have comfort zones. Oh, yeah, and well, that's so what we know. It's, it's part of the decisions. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Eisenhower also said, freedom has its life in the hearts, the actions, the spirit of us and also it it's must be a daily um daily earned and refreshed else like a flower cut from its life-giving roots it will wither and die so it's one of these situations that it's better to do things in a routine on a daily basis that really fill your soul mm-hmm. and make choices to make that happen mm-hmm. so it's um it comes into ways that we can actually um, fulfill and fill up our cup rather than just letting it pour out of us. Mm-hmm. Or having a, bowl, a, a, a hole in the bottom of the cup. You know, exactly. it's like you're pouring in endless, and it's just pushing out. <laughs> endless supply. <laughs> well, there is. I mean, from the, from the energetics of the universe, anything that we individually pull in is not going to position someone else from not getting a share Right. So it's a right. perception. It comes back to some of the basics of how do you perceive the world mm-hmm. and the There's abundance of of everything. Mm-hmm. This is really a good place to, to jump in to some questions. And as um, we, we like to ask questions and ponder different things, um, we're really exploring an empowerment way to step into our personal unique journey to embrace opportunities. Um, and be able to make a choice for freedom if that's what you want to do. So a suggestion would be to start with making a list that you um, could access later if you want or do it on a Word doc or somewhere that you can um, write information for yourself. Uh, What is it you really um, have in terms of your own habits with your understanding of how freedom is for you personally? Although this step can be enlightening, it can also highlight the complexities of what we seek as our understanding of simple freedom in a reality. Um, A lot of people give up as they view the outcome of being impossible. So by working through this informational quagmire, there are some benefits you will actually begin to find. Um, It's interesting because they all relate to you if you ponder this long enough, you can really seek to identify with things through your own perception. It is like going to school again, and it will spark your inquisitive interest in knowing more details about all of the kinds of things that you might have been responding to previously on autopilot. And if when you're conscious and you're catching yourself in the moment, um, it becomes rather fascinating to what is something that you have been on autopilot and then when you start looking at it what caused you to move into autopilot so it's part of this whole empowerment process so I also suggest that we um, look at things that you do that you really do not like to do but you do them just because or someone else from an external perspective is you know taking that um, approach saying you have to 
So when you take a look at each of these on your list and evaluate which ones you could mark off as being your choice of not to do them, are, as you proceed, you will gain a sense of personal power and freedom to be able to evaluate something with the possibility of feeling that it is okay to say no thank you. You will gain an empowered feeling of self-esteem which can open new opportunities for you to also consider, which is an open door for your own choice of the freedom. In your daily schedule of time and tasks, um, I have been doing this more recently, plan some contingency action time and providing some space around everything you're scheduling. It's interesting we, when people open up their electronics to plan a schedule appointment, you know, they spend more time trying to find the app, go into the app and find the day, make the, the effort. And when you take the extra time um, and look at it at their schedule, everything's packed up against each other. So it's a curiosity would be what actually happens in the reality to their schedule. Do they miss something? Do they forget something? Have they double booked themselves? Um, that's happened several times. And and so it's it's really gifting yourself from the perspective that time for yourself is a gift. And you'll actually feel more empowered as you go through your scheduled day by putting some space in there. And then at the end of the day, you might um, have a different feeling too because at the end of the day, you might in the past have felt like you were on a rat maze. And this way, you might end the, your day feeling amazed and having a feeling of being refreshed because you've actually applied the gift of time to pause and reflect throughout the day rather than waiting till the end of the day or beating yourself up because you didn't get all of your tasks accomplished. So it's really, again, um, emotional surfacing uh, efforts to take a look at each thing and look at it. Is this a habitual excuse that I have used? And as you track your personal empowered experience in a, in a journal, you can ponder this later. Um, just wanted to uh, reference that we have just self-published under Katie Marley and Amazon, um, our journal called My Mighty Musings. And it has pages for insights and choices and action details. And it's really, it has a lot of powerful quotes that will help inspire you to, top, to look at a variety of topics. So it, it's one of those that might be a possible journal um, and to take a, an opportunity to take a look at that as you're, you're actually becoming more consciously aware of what you're thinking about, you're going to go in different directions, but it's also a freedom of choice. And either you're working from an old habit response or you're going to feel freer as you're making choices. So it takes time and, and repeated effort to actually make a shift. But as you work through each of these different opportunities, then it becomes easier to not be on the autopilot and having a response that is more active, then you will feel better and more actively involved in everything that you're doing. So at that, on that note, we're going to shift into a um, quick commercial and we will be right back. your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you living your dream yet? If not, then why not? 
Everyone has a greatness inside of them to achieve what they deserve in their lives. But how do you find the motivation to get started? Tune in to Your Authentic Life with host Susan Cranston. Susan's advice, along with expert guests, will help you improve your relationships, start or change your career, and achieve the seemingly unattainable goal. Listen live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Be Mighty, Balancing Your Money and Your Time with Katie Marley. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to b-myte at b-myte.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, our focus on opportunities to choose freedom. And that is very powerful, and we've had some very interesting facets that we've been exploring. William Faulkner said, we must be free not because we claim freedom, but because we practice it. And practice makes perfect. Well, practice is something that happens every day. Practice is a practice. I mean, it's it's something you consistently do over and over. Where intention goes, energy flows. That's the point of practice, because you're intending what it is that you're creating. So when you have personal freedom to control uh, where you're directing your, or guiding or pointing your thoughts and your intentions, that's really the, the foundation of personal freedom and power. What's unique for each of us is our basic attitude mix and the how we do this based on our personal formula and expected outcomes for our own personal mixture. So if a basic attitude is a positive formula mixture, you definitely have different outcomes than someone who has a basic negative formula mixture. Really, you're free to choose, choose you get to choose your mix. <laughs> and as, as a result of your choices, you can, ex, you can directly experience more confidence, more profitable results, expanded relationships, and your, interest, your, your experience is just more interesting. Celine Dion said, the hardest thing to find in life is balance, especially the more success you have, the more you look to the other side of the gate. What do I need to stay grounded, in touch, in love, connected, emotionally balanced? Look within yourself. So, you know, one of the things to, to think about in terms of being able to experience freedom is that you, you, you have to know that you are valuable. So... Actively knowing that you are value is a start. And if you ever doubt it, just go to your wallet and pull out your, your driver's license. Because uh-huh. see where it says date of birth? 
stuff. That means that that's your all access pass right there. <laughs> you know, your date of birth, because, you know, it, it's when you get that you are here for something that is unique, that can only come through you. That is where it begins. And when you truly create value for yourself, you will consciously acknowledge just how much value you have within yourself and how much power you have to use that value to change things around you. So the the area of perceived personal value, I spend a lot of time here in my work, um, both with clients and in my own growth, but the area of perceived personal value is where people sometimes operate from a victim mentality rather than shifting their perceptions to empower themselves to create opportunities for enhancing their choices of freedom. So what happens is if you're stuck in victim, it's pretty hard to create a scenario of victory, right? It just, you know, a victim is always reacting, whereas a victor responds to what's happening. It's a, it's very different. And as the perceptions shift, the opportunities shift as well. And likely they will expand and likely they will expand exponentially. So the possibilities for getting more of what you want increase and you're basically happier. So, you know, Cicero, see another great philosopher, Cicero said, freedom is a possession of inestimable, estimable, (laughs) inestimable value. It's so inestimable that it is hard to actually say that. (laughs) But, you know, in the process of shifting your personal gears of thinking and perceiving and observing and the outcomes in your reality, there is also something profound to keep in mind that was something that Mahatma Gandhi believed. And he said, freedom is not worth having if it does not include the freedom to make mistakes. That's how we learn. And I don't believe that there are mistakes. I don't believe in failure. I just think there's unexpected outcomes. And I I think from that perspective, um, another suggestion was summed up by Rumi, who said, you were born with wings. Why prefer to crawl through life? So that's a huge thought process and a profound set of questions keep coming up. You know, from a personal note, what is crawling through life what would it be feeling like with wings and um the symbol of freedom comes to mind you know it's it's the imagery our almost autopilot is freedom equals like bald eagles or um it could be that from a perception of powerful imagery you know the totem of the eagle as the symbol of freedom Presley Love said, Eagle Totem is the symbol of freedom with powerful symbolic meaning of timing, victory, and spiritual quest, helping you to discover your personal power and the route to the destiny of your choices, choices, whatever you choose. And so when Eagle glides and drifts out on the wings, winds that lift them up, we're observing this image and learning from the Eagle to conserve our energy. And we can use that for choices that we feel help outcomes for the greatest good. His lofty position provides an expanded eye for observing what is going on around and down below wherever he is flying. By applying this to our own learning, we can learn to observe and choose to be swift and quick and focused in order to get specific results that we want. With this imagery, we can also observe and learn when to coast and when to accelerate our speed. From the uh, eye from a 
Native American interpretation of this powerful eagle imagery, the eagle is the great spirit. When you take this power animal along on your journey, you're opening to new vistas of perception and dimensions of awareness. And from our sparkling focus on mighty gems, the eagle is a very important jewel that will help us look at things with a new eye. When we take the moment in history, I mean, this imagery and some of the basics, um, looking at it from the bald eagle and the value, um, started in 1782 in the United States of America, it represents freedom and all that stands for freedom. It became the national emblem with the great seal for the United States. It also holds a meaning of honor, respect, and dignity, and signifies courage, wisdom, and strength. So, you know, in college, I lived in the Carl Sandburg dorms at UWM, at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. So I heard a lot of Carl Sandburg quotes. And there's one that says, there's an eagle in me that wants to soar, and there is a hippopotamus in me that wants to wallow in the mud. <laughs> that is so appropriate. <laughs> totally. Totally. And when you think about it, that has more meanings the deeper that you go with it. The eagle can soar and be higher in the realms of spirit and yet it can still be connected and balanced within the realm of the earth. And many cultures look to the eagle as a symbol of eternal life and the link between heaven and earth. And the eagle appears on U.S. currency, representing power and strength, and it's also shown on an olive branch, which is a symbol of peace. Eagles are considered spiritual messengers, and so their feathers have a lot of meaning. They're handed out as a symbol of honor to someone who has achieved a particular goal, and they are considered a symbol of peace because they nest high up in the trees and so our ancestors believe that they exist closer to the sun than other creatures so you know all of this people associate especially in the united states we associate eagles with freedom and personally, I'm big into atom, uh, animal uh, totems and their symbology. So when you see an eagle, if you're walking around or if you uh, drive and you're seeing an eagle follow you or something, just there's a few things that you might want to remember that that means. It means self-renewal to realize your highest ambitions and greatest desires. It invites you to look at things with a new, higher perspective. It invites you to be courageous and stretch your limiting thoughts. It's a symbol of nobility, pride, fierceness, freedom, superiority, courage, and intellectual ability. And to see flying birds means that that symbolizes prosperity. So be patient with the present and know the future holds possibilities that you might not be able to see. And really, you just want to get ready because you're about to take flight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, interestingly, um, the last several weeks I've been out walking when the weather has not been too cold or rainy here in Seattle area. And we've run into an area that has several, um, well, actually a family of eagles and I think they've been in the environment for a while because they act like they own it. And um, we've been able to take some rather uh, profound photos of them. Um, the last week, one of them had its wings out totally on the side. And that was a very profound view. I almost fell off my... <laughs> I almost dropped my camera. <laughs> 
I was able to capture that expansion too. And um, the eagle had its wings straight out and was showing itself in full color. It was just very, very unique. But all the symbols can be used to assist us as humans to be encouraged to be more successful in our lives. Even with the magnificence of being a very large bird with incredible power and ability to soar above everything, the, the eagle still is staying connected to the earth. This imagery means that we must keep ourselves grounded and lay a solid foundation for ourselves, whatever that means as we're moving through things. What is that foundation? Well, it also utilizes things of earth. The sharp beak and jaw muscles demonstrate when to speak with sharp eyes to have new visions in order to see far-reaching far past, present, and future possibilities. When we take this imagery to align ourselves to it and take on the responsibility and power to become more, you can become more than you may appear to actually be. The eagle brings messages of renewed life it, as it has associated with the direction of spring, dawn, and rebirth. If the eagle has appeared, it bestows freedom and courage to look ahead and also have a um, basis of honesty and truthful principles. They bring the desire to expand and grow. So you want to take an opportunity to be really aware and take a look at what the position it sees you in. Choose the opportunity to relinquish stale and comfortable habits and beliefs to soar into some unknown realms and new opportunities and realities and continue to expand your view. Now is the time to take full responsibility for your life and become prepared for your next step. So how do you actually do this? It's very important to be um, very patient with yourself. And we've heard this and discussed in our uh, other Mighty Gems and discussions, um, practicing an attitude every day of gratitude. This has shown, been shown by different people um, that writing down 10 things that you're grateful each day actually makes your day, as you're wrapping up your sights for the day, um, you can actually feel you know, the result of yourself writing these gratitudes. You can shift your whole perception of that day. And when you can do this consistently, I think 21 days is when it moves from just practicing it into a daily mode, into a daily habit. And as you're starting to move into a habit, that becomes, in a way, you can do it on autopilot, which means that you should have this opportunity to be able to explore things a little bit more in-depth. Um, and as you operate from a higher level and view and closely observe the details, you're going to be coming shifting higher. And um, you might try a physical um, process here too and maybe find a hill hilltop that you can go and take a look at area around you up above and down below and really meditate in that space because it's very powerful when you're standing in that higher view. Um, well, and I think, too, we have to find out um, what what symbolizes freedom to you. you got to mm -hmm. think about that. Because we talked a lot about eagle, but, you know, what really speaks to you as a symbol mm -hmm. for freedom, right? And each, one, each of us have different symbols. Mm -hmm. And it would also be such that as you're moving through each opportunity, what what would typically be a response by pausing and taking a moment to evaluate your response or what you're trying to get through in that sense. That's freedom of thought right there. 
because you're choosing to make an expression happen or not happen. And um, I explored some of this in discussions with people, and it's interesting because people respond differently. <laughs> like yeah. if you pause and you're looking at them like you're just not on some kind of instant cue, um, there, is, there is a different relationship. And you can do this with people you don't even know so that it gives the impression that you're actually listening to people, which I think um, sparks an interest in who is this person that's actually listening to me? I'm, I am a person of value that they're actually listening. And I think that's a powerful statement when you can um, give someone the feeling that you are listening to them, even if you're halfway there. Mm-hmm. And it's worth doing or trying out and practicing so that it becomes more natural. Uh, Don Rees said, the freedom we are looking for is the freedom to be ourselves and to express ourselves. And as we express ourselves, you know, that's in all of the different modes of expression, be it um, relationships, singing, dancing, any expression that we have, and having the freedom to express is really any art form, any um, any way that we express ourselves, that's very, very special. And we should value that expression and the opportunity to express it that way. So um, we challenge you to move out into the world with uh, expression and opportunity, looking for opportunities around you for expressing and choosing freedoms um, that you feel are important but also feel important that you're important and the value of what you have to offer. So take this opportunity to choose to be free and to be happy. And we thank Lynn very much for the um, participation and the opportunity to join in this lively discussion. Thank you. Thank it's you. been a very fun experience. Thank you for being with us here today and join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Thank you for joining Kmar and D. Lee for Be Mighty, balancing your money and your time. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.